welcome to episode 126 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl program or podcast or whatever we are from. <laughs> you messed up finally. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I second guess podcast. I just did. <laughs> from the cold state of Oklahoma where it's freezing cold right now. It is a little chilly. We, like it, We're not used to it. So the 50s are like, wow, it's cold. No, it's in the forties. I mean, it, yeah, it's okay. like in in the forties. That makes it more was sense. Like, it was like forty three degrees when I woke up this morning, and that's just for old Scott. That's just too damn cold. <laughs> for, for young Scott, he would have wore some shorts, yeah, <laughs> and a tank top outside. But now I'm like, give me a long sleeve shirt, a Speak, jacket. Speaking of uh, old Scott, you are indeed old Scott Prime, and I am old Kilowagi Steve Campbell. Oh yeah, we had to do our names. I'm glad you got that in. Hey, you know, professionalism. Sometimes I have it. <laughs> Oftentimes we don't. Sometimes I say program. Yeah. You said, dude, what? <laughs> how the hell did you mess up on that? I don't know. I think I was I mean, looking it's not at, like we've only done this for 10 years. I think I was looking at the title because I was finishing typing it. So primer, and I was thinking program, <laughs> but I don't know. Steve, you're so, killing me, man. Before we get into that, how's life been treating you? Um, life is okay. We got to the end of, uh, marching band season and, um, she's going to go to one more football away game. But other than that, we don't have to go to these like Saturday band meets that meet all day long and <laughs> get us to come back, you know, wee hours of the night and stuff like that. So, so she'll never listen to this. Are you enjoying yourself? Because I know you're enjoying yourself seeing her do stuff, and I know it's fun to get out and travel and do things, but are you enjoying yourself with it? I don't know enough about the like band organization, meaning yeah. the governing body that decides to like... God, I wish Brian was the, alive. I mean, this is that? A, this is one of those times we wish Brian was alive, because he loved that stuff. Would, I don't, I actually don't hate it at all. But what I'm saying is, is like, I don't feel like I totally fit in yet because okay. like I'm a freshman cog, <laughs> like a, a pa freshman parent while yeah. like the juniors and senior parents help more and they're a little bit more organized. And I mean, some of these people, they are doing above and beyond. I mean, just think about like how we run a tournament and we do a bunch of stuff mm -hmm. and imagine doing that all during football season. Yeah. And that's what some of these parents really do. Like I talk about what I do, but I, it's just a drop in the bucket compared to a lot of these parents. Yeah. And so I feel kind of useless and yet I'm trying to help. Um, for example, this last Saturday it was up in broken arrow and I said, Hey, we're coming up. So if you still need some help at places, let us know. And they said, meet us over at the tent and we'll put you to work. And I met over at the tent. And everything was so well done. Like they didn't need me. So <laughs> that's the best kind is. of help. Like, oh, you know, I'm, I, I'm so willing to help, but if you don't need me, I guess I'll be fine over here. Um, so yes, I am enjoying it. It's just like, I feel like I'm not like a part of the team and it's because I'm, not compared to these parents and at the same time i'm okay with kind of like helping when i can yeah and watching from the outside because it's got to be 
a full-time job for some of these parents who are blessed, which maybe like, you know, the husband works all the time. So they have more time to do mm-hmm. this, but I really don't know. Maybe they're just double dipping too. They have a job and they do this, you know, also for a living. I tell you, I, band is like, and these like performances they put on are not like when we were in high school, you know, like you don't yeah. make a letter C for Choctaw and you, you march to it. They put on little shows and, we saw one from the the Bixby band uh, this last week. It was incredible in some of the things they did. Like they ma- made almost what looked look like a strand of DNA. And you know how like if you animated a strand of DNA, it would rotate back and forth mm-hmm. like like it's rotating. They did that with their band, and I was like, "Holy smokes!" Were man. they playing this- the Jurassic Park theme? No, they were not. Uh, but but they all have different themes, and it's pretty impressive. And of course, the the bigger schools like Bixby and you know Broken Arrow and stuff, they have twice as many band members of us. Yeah, and uh, obviously a, a bigger budget and stuff to do things than our band. But no, I'm. It's kind of cool seeing some of these kids over and over. There's this there's this kid named Lewis. And every time he sees me, he's like, hey, Wakeland's dad, how's it going? And like, <laughs> he helped me the morning I had to get up at like 5 a.m. and go put up barriers. He, him and his father were there. And so like, I hope I keep asking my daughter, like, is this kid really nice? And she's like, yeah, he's actually a really cool kid. He's nice to everybody. And so there's nothing wrong with kind of making that <laughs> connection you know like this is a nice kid i'll i always see him i go hey lewis what's going on and you know everything so yes i am enjoying it i don't feel like i'm putting as much effort as some of these parents and at the same time i really can't with yeah. my job and no stuff, that's so. understandable Speaking so of, i'm learning like parents are a weird breed uh the boys got banned from the bus for a week because they're idiots and I had to go pick him up from school. Uh-huh. And I don't understand people who pick their kids up from school. You I had mean, to pick like them. the people that wait in line yeah. like 30, 45 minutes to an hour before school lets out? So you say that. But I had to pick up one of them because he was sick the other day. And it was around 2.30. School gets out at 2, 3.45, 3.40. Mm-hmm. And there were cars already waiting. And I asked the gal, I'm like, so what time do they start waiting? And she goes, believe it or not, uh, sometimes before 2 p.m. I'm like, why? She goes, I have no idea. We talk about it all the time. We have no clue. They just don't have nothing else to do is the only thing I can think of. Spending an hour and 45 minutes sitting in in a running car in line to pick up your stupid kid who could take the bus. I mean, exactly. you're destroying the environment and you're making your kid into a jerk. Uh, yeah, that happens quite often. Jennifer would often talk about this when she was in school, you know, like the previous years of being yeah. a teacher and counselor. So, I mean, she, there are, look, there are kids that have to be picked up due to medical conditions or stuff like that. I get that. Sure. Or they get suspended. I get that. Trust me. But just the random. I got nothing else to do. I'm going to sit here and wait for Billy to get out, and then I'm just going to take him home and you know bake. It's him like that everywhere, bro. Uh, it's like that everywhere. I don't get it. But no, it. Back to your question. I'm I'm enjoying my experience. There's a good. lot of nice people. It's cool to see the kids be happy. That's good. So, I um, I love watching this. 
I think I've said this maybe on this podcast or somewhere else. I like watching my daughter from afar mm-hmm. where she doesn't know I'm watching her. Yeah, you mentioned see, that. What, and watching how she treats people and how she acts. And it's like a small victory when your child is not <laughs> a jerk and they're a it's, nice person. It's not a small victory. Trust me. I got a question for you since this mm-hmm. is a Blood Bowl podcast, everybody. I promise you we're going <laughs> to talk about Orchidus Open here just in a second. But since we're doing some slice of life stuff here, what would you feel if like one of your kids told you, I got paid $20 for letting somebody copy my homework. What well, would you say that's wrong? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's completely wrong. I'm 20 bucks is 20 bucks, but it's what grade are we talking? Uh, my daughter is a freshman and yeah, you can't do that crap in high school. I keep telling her like, you know, if <laughs> the, the only reason I'm saying I said, I don't want you to lie to me. So I know if I tell you, don't do this anymore, all you're going to do is not tell me things. So I still think this is a bad idea. I said, I get it. If I was in high school and somebody wanted to copy my work and change a few answers, I would take $20 too, but it's not right. And the moment you get busted for it, you're going to get in trouble and the teachers aren't going to trust you. Yeah. It's that whole risk mitigation thing, just like in Blood Bowl to bring it back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, 20 bucks is not worth the crap you're going to have to deal with the rest of your academic career. That's what I keep saying. I mean, even I'm, just in high school, you got three more right. years to go. And if they think you cheat and you're that spotlight's going to be on you, they're going to look at your work so much harder. You can't BS your way through stuff now. That's exactly all the stuff I've been saying without saying, I don't want you to do this anymore. You cannot do it anymore because I know. Yeah. She's probably going to do it anyways, and then she's just going to lie to me. <laughs> oh, gosh. So Kids are a mess. Speaking of a mess, let's talk Blood Bowl. Hold on. I was going to say, because I, I hinted at it before, and I never actually came out and said it. I have changed jobs for anyone interested. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Uh, I left my last position, and now I am selling insurance for an agent. So I'm an insurance broker. So anybody in Oklahoma or Texas who needs auto, house, umbrella, you know, life, anything like that, I'm ready to help. There's umbrella insurance? It's all-encompassing insurance for life. When your other stuff doesn't pay enough, you get sued for a million dollars and your auto policy pays out 50000 If you have a million-dollar policy umbrella, it'll pay the rest. I got you. Okay. Yeah. That makes way more <laughs> So sense. yeah, that's what that's what it's called. But Well, you know, I figured they sell some weird little insurances, so why not umbrellas? They do. They do. But um yeah. I, I know I had a couple of people ask and I told them, but if anyone else was curious, yeah. So, so it's been fun. Good. I'm glad glad you like it and you're closer and probably get more time at home, I assume. Getting more time away from home. Oh, that's what you like. I huh? mean, yeah. My last I have I've worked at home remotely for the last year and a half at least. And now it's not far. I, I it takes me like eight minutes to get there. But that's one of the reasons I liked it. Um, the guy was really cool and it's here and more, so That's great. It's pretty easy. Um just gotta um, sell policies, which is always hard, but you know, comes with the territory. Right. 
So let's talk some like you're talking about like chaos or something like that. Bayham, I don't know. Oh, let's talk. So let's talk Halloween. Halloween. Okay, never mind. Let's Sorry. talk Halloween. I forgot. So, did you take the kids trick or treating? No, not at all. They didn't even want to go. Really? Until the last second, which in the, was like twenty minutes before we were going to do like hang out and do something else. Yeah. The oldest one got called away from another teenage kid. They're like, hey, my grandma's going to take us to this neighborhood to trick or treat. Hmm. She's like, so she became the kid without a costume that was just getting free candy. <laughs> Well, we loaded up the car and went to a richer neighborhood and some really cool houses up in Mesta Park, if you know where that uh-huh. is. Really cool houses. Kids got a lot of candy. Cool stuff. Uh, saw the greatest costume. A kid was dressed up as Limu Emu. You know those commercials from Liberty Mutual? With mm-hmm. the agent and he's got an emu? Yes. Like most obscure thing you can think of. He was dressed like the agent in the yellow shirt and the slacks and the sunglasses, and he had an emu puppet on his hand. Okay, that's pretty and clever. That was amazing. And then there was like this chubby nine-year-old Mexican kid who, I think he's dressed as a skeleton or something. But I busted out laughing when he walks by me, and he goes, "Uh, okay, ma, I think." Uh, I think we'll hit that house over there, and then we just we'll call it an evening. <laughs> was it Cartman? <laughs> he sounded like a fifty-year-old New Yorker, and he was even <laughs> like he even had like his head pulled back because he was chubby, and he was doing the hand motions like, "Eh, we'll go hit that house over there, and then we'll call it an evening." <laughs> it's like what? That, what how if did he that really happen? was like? A fifty-year-old New Yorker who was just like we were just, stunted growth. We were discussing that too. Like, do okay. do uh, people? I don't know the proper political correct term for dress up in costumes and go get free candy. Gotcha. I mean, it's possible. I would. I mean, okay. It's just, can- it's just candy. Yeah, but it's free candy. There's a big difference. Mm, I guess. All right, can we talk some Blood Bowl for just for a second? I guess so, yeah. That's probably why people came here. Yeah, they're very tuned out. They're, they well, went on is, YouTube to watch some Look, this is why we put the we, This is why we put the times on the website. You don't want to listen to the beginning stuff? Jump ahead. We don't care. Jump ahead. Jump ahead. Well, we're going to talk a little bit of Blood Bowl right here. So you were talking about mayhem or chaos or disaster. This is according to my store. There is already a disaster with all this new Blood Bowl product what? that's coming out this weekend. The corn stuff? So, yeah, supposedly the the sales rep told my store owner, this might very different. We go through a lot of these GW sales reps. A lot of them don't have any clue what's going on down here. Mm-hmm. I think it's a sales rep for Oklahoma and Texas. So nobody message me and tell me this and that. And their store got 30 of them. But supposedly at the moment, he can only get one item each. So that means <laughs> one card set, one dice set, one team set, 
one field set. Now he's gone through another distributor, a distributor called ACD, I believe. And he said he ordered some more spikes and more dice through them. They act like they don't have a problem with him getting more than one. So he will see, because this is the first time he's tried this, but this is not the first time this hasn't happened. And I talked like, I was kind of in disbelief. So I talked to Chance Kirchhoff, otherwise known as Chance from Three Die Block, and he owns a store. And I talked to him. I was like, is this possible or is our sales rep giving us the runaround? And he said he mentioned a few examples of product that they limited him to only one per store. And I'm just like, good Lord, I don't. Why? How do I? say this nicely because gw's done a lot of good things for us Mm -hmm. and this podcast and they send us some really cool stuff and at the same time why how how do you get people all geared up and excited about a new quarantine and stuff and then you don't have enough product i just don't understand yeah and and really if the whole idea was is like if just somebody could whisper in my ear and go, look, man, we actually have a lot of product. We're just trying to force everybody to go directly to our web page and order it so we get more of the money than selling it to the stores. Then I at least understand. I'm like, okay, it's a money deal. I get it. But I don't know. Maybe it's a shipping deal because I know everything's weird right now. Shipping for board games. Yeah, everything. everything. Um, but it's cool to have new product, but at the same time, I mean, you might be sharing a spike magazine and mean, you might be sharing this and that uh, it's just crazy. Now I'm not going to go out and I don't have to have this stuff. So I'm not going to go out and pay eBay prices or anything. And right. I'm not in a hurry. Really? I mean, it's this time of year where my dad goes, Hey, what do you want for Christmas? And I go, hell, I don't know, but a new blood bowl team came out and he goes out and gets it for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm blessed in that aspect but at the same time i think of other people who are chomping at the bit to get a new team and finally get some miniatures of a team that you know we've theorized played now for many 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 years we've had a lot of people reach out and mention that this is one team that they're getting behind like i really love the models i can't wait to get it i'm going to get two boxes i'm going to do this i'm going to do that well that's what I, i you know he he called me to say like hey i'm just letting you know they say right now we can only get one and I know you wanted two boxes of this. I'm like, huh. I just don't get it. No. So if somebody out there works for GW and you have an explanation and you'd like to come <laughs> on the podcast, we would love to have you come on. And I'm not knocking you guys. I know it has to be somewhere up the ladder or something, but I just don't understand. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times we can say the same thing. We just want to be told what's going on and we never will. I mean, it's just not GW's th- motive. Th- this could come out a month from now with more product and we'd everybody be happy. So I don't know. Eh. So All should right. we take a break and then come back and talk about the tournament? Yeah, let's take a break and we're going to come back with our only topic of today. We're going to talk about the Orchidus Open, which is a charity event for Brian Mitchell. So we'll come right back and we'll go over the details of that. Okay, we are back, and as Scott mentioned, we're going to be going over the Orchidus Open, uh, blah, blah, blah. I, I I'm not involved in this one this time. It's weird. Yeah, like, it is weird. We've always ran tournaments together, and this time Scott's like, no, I don't want you here anymore, so I'm going to bring in Gary, and we're going to replace yep. you. 
And so far, uh, Gary's just been like, I'll do whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is an event because honestly, we haven't ran any events and it feels like forever. Yeah. And we should have, we could probably have ran Nuffleween, but in order for us to run it correctly, we have to get dice and prizes and with that much advance notice, COVID was still going nutso. And well, it's so much better now because of all the vaccines and stuff. So I think we're safe to run an event. And with band season and stuff, me being busy, I think it's, it's for what, whatever, whatever the reason it's done. Doesn't matter. So this is an event. Finally getting to just run a tournament of any kind yeah. um, and of the new rules for the first time. This is called the Orchidus Open. This is really a Brian Mitchell charity tournament event. All the money that we get from, you know, donations or if you pay for your ticket to get into the door, all of those, all that money is going to go in one big sum over to his GoFundMe page. Uh, He has a GoFundMe page set up. You can just go to GoFundMe.com. You could search for, uh, you know, Brian Mitchell. D-R-Y-A-N. Uh-huh. It will pop right up. And um, my thoughts behind this is like, I wish we had something, had maybe done something like this for Brian Hill when he was going through his cancer. And at the same time, I don't know. We didn't have time, have... honestly. Well, that's what we I'm saying. We didn't think like, he was going to go that had... fast. Yeah, we didn't know any of this. Um, so here we are. We're trying to still help out somebody that we can. And so far, they've raised over 17000 Seven hundred dollars, and his goal is twenty grand. So we're trying to get that last bit. I don't. I'll be honest; it's a blood bowl tournament. I doubt we can raise twenty five hundred dollars. But you never know. Even if we ran, you know, somehow got five hundred dollars, every bit helps. Yes. So if even if we can get you know four or five hundred dollars and send it his way, that would be great. It's also a great time these fundraisers are great events because it's an excuse to get together with friends and play some blood bowl so here we are the orchidus open i did have to come up with some type of theme for this and there's something i've been wanting to try but was too scared to kind of pull the trigger on this but let me go over this rule pack together and in the process we also might find out if uh, i have any errors in this rule pack but it's already <laughs> it's already NAF approved it's already up on the website you can go to bothdown.com there's a link at the top of the menu that says Orchidus Open. This event is going to be on December 11th at Wizards Asylum, standard place that we always had Oklahoma Bowl. Um, early bird special, you can sign in right now for $20. On December 1st, it's going to go up to $25. And then at the door, it's going to be $30. Yes, if you want to pay more, you can, because all this money is going to charity. That's already been asked. Yeah, we'll take all your money. Well, he'll uh, every, give it to him. But I mean. <laughs> every attendee is going to get two raffle tickets. We're going to have items to raffle. We'll go over that in a little bit. So just by showing up, you're going to get two raffle tickets just for being there. And we're going to do the thing where there's stuff out, there's cups, and you put the tickets in what you want, right? Right. I think I might do like big baggies or something this year. But yes, the same concept is if you have yeah. two raffle tickets and you want a uh, 
the Warhammer set, but you don't want the other stuff, you can put both your tickets in there. And then Michael Lewis, if he shows up, he'll go in and put a few tickets in everything that doesn't have tickets, and then he'll win about 10 items, because that's what <laughs> normally happens. Uh, you'll get uh, one extra ticket if uh, you sign up before November 17th. So you got a little bit of time on that. Uh, coaches that pre-register for the Orchidus Open required to send their rosters in by December 1st. And you can send your rosters into bdrosters at gmail.com. And all these rules are, this rule packet is up on the website. So we're just going to go over that. If we have less than 16 people, we're only going to make it a three-round tournament. So people can get in and get out. You know, if if there's only 12 or eight of us there, it's just going to be a short tournament. If you have more than 16 tournament, or if we have 16 or more people there, it's going to be four rounds. Um, no matter what, the tournament's going to start at registrations at 8. Registration ends at 8.15. Round 1 will be at 8.30. We'll take a break, come back for round 2 about 10.45. We'll have lunch. Round 3 at 2 o'clock. And if needed, we'll have a round 4 at 4.15. If not needed, we got an early day. We're going to have an early day, and if people want to like still pal around, go eat, play some board games, that's definitely a possible Yeah. Uh, you're going to need to bring copies of your roster. So remember that I'm not printing out rosters at all. You're going to have to bring your own roster. You send them in to, for approval and bring your painted team like always. Um, you know, if you want to bring your fields, dugouts, templates, you're welcome to. Uh, GW block dice, naf dice, bring all that stuff. You will get a, um, I set, I put a name tag here, but I'm going to be probably honest with you guys. I'm probably not going to make name tags. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> just because, I might just go buy some stickers or something like that and keep it simple. I just want to play some Blood Bowl and just get back in the swing of things. I, I found out by building this um, tournament pack that, like, man, we are out of practice of doing this. I was even talking to uh, NAF president, Nate Beam, about that, and he was mentioning the same thing, how he recently was putting up a tournament and going through the same stuff. Uh, right now, we're giving out random custom dice, meaning we're not getting custom dice made. But over the years, I've had a lot of people donate custom dice to me or Steve. And I'm going to be going through my collection and just kind of pairing them up and giving them out. And but we have some I, older I, both down stuff or, you know, tournaments that we ran. Right. Uh, I already have one guy donating some dice to me to use for this event just for this specifically. So you might come to the event and you might get some, you know, maybe some dice from an Austin tournament or from chaos cup or somewhere else across the world. I will put this out there. If you are a tournament organizer, let's say, for example, I'm going to use James Luft because I know he runs a lot of events and he does a lot of custom dice and stuff like that. So I shouldn't use him because now he's going to send me like 400 <laughs> dice, but I, got you, let's bro. Say, <laughs> I know that's how, that's, that's how James is. Um, so that's kind of a bad example, but James <laughs> don't send us a hundred dice, but let's say you are a tournament organizer like James left and you you're sitting around and you got maybe three extra pairs of uh, dice from your latest tournament and you're done selling them or whatever. And if you want to ship those to me and Steve, we will put them to use at this tournament. With that said, we probably don't need more than, I don't even know if we're going to have 20 people at this event. I no. just don't know. With it being two weeks before Christmas, it's kind of late notice. But if we, we have, have if we have extra, we could always put it out there for like, if you, there's some you want, a couple, you know, a dollar a die and just donate to charity. 
That's definitely true. So if there is somebody out there, maybe you're in Colorado, maybe you're, you know, in Minnesota and you have two extra pairs of dice, maybe the three dot block guys have a couple extra dice and you just want to donate. Like you want to do something, but you can't make the event. You can send us those dice. Just email us. We'll give you the address, both down podcast at gmail.com. Uh, the Orchidus open special rules in team building. Uh, each round, the weather is going to get worse and worse. So we're kind of known at the Oklahoma Bowl that we always have this gimmick with bad weather. And really all we're doing is combining results because Oklahoma has some crazy weather. Not as bad as it you don't, know, was don't, like five don't, years. But don't. I know, I know. But we just had about like 20 tornadoes this last month in October, which is yeah, really weird. Yeah, we did. That was odd. And killer hail and stuff too. So it's been really bad. Jennifer's mom got hit with hail in like March. Yeah. Got her roof replaced, got hit again with hail in this October and needs a roof replaced. Yeah. So it's that we've, bad. we've seen multiples of those at the agency. So the, the fluff thing here, it, I have it in even written in the rules here. Uh, important fluff note, if financial goals for Arquitas open committee are met, then the stadium with a dome will be erected just in time for the tournament and all games will have normal weather. Meaning if we get 30 coaches in attendance or more, there'll be no crazy weather until the final round of the day when they decide to open the dome. So if uh, you're from, if you're Tim Har and you don't like the crazy weather, load up all your friends and come on up here and let's try to get to 30 people. That's that'd be a good goal to, you know, raise at least $600 for Brian. Yeah. And his amazing. Family. Um, so this whole thing is like, I wanted to stick with like orcs and kind of Oklahoma, kind of, but like do my own thing. So I was thinking like orcs and like college football, but I don't want to, I didn't Which really is want surprisingly to do that. interesting that we did this right before dungeon bowl was announced. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that they're doing like the colleges of magic and all that stuff is like totally weird that I was thinking <laughs> college football with orcs for this event. And yet then they came out with this. So the, there is a, this is the Orchidus champion series at the Orchidus open. The OCS committee wants an OCS championship match that will profit them the most during the last round of the tournament, the number one team in the standings. So if that is humans, orcs, dwarves, high elves, Nurgle, whatever the number one ranked team after, after three rounds, will face off against the next top OSC chosen team. And OCS chosen team is one of the following. Black Orc, Goblin, Ogre, or Orc team. So basically it's the like the Badlands kind mm. of keyword without the Chaos Dwarfs in there. So this only kicks in if there's four rounds. Well, this will kick in... It's going to kick in in round, if we only do three rounds, it's still the last round, which I know that's that's just tough toodles for whoever's ranked number one after two rounds. Okay. Hey, I'm trying something different here. Okay. Just making trying sure. Trying something different. Understood. Uh, so this is an invite that the coach of the OCS chosen team can accept or decline. Therefore, let's say it is after two rounds and we're only doing three rounds. And Steve, you're ranked number one. You brought your dark elves and I got my goblin team and i don't want to deal with you <laughs> even though they're the highest ranked ocs team mm -hmm. i can say i do not accept that offer and it will go down to the next team okay. whatever 
the next team that fits that criteria. Cause I don't want to force people into a matchup where it's like, dude, I'm just going to get blown away. And it's like, yeah, sorry. You so know. there's no way this happens. There's but, no way this happens. No, I'm saying what if none of those teams show up? Well, then we're just going to take the top two teams. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. Uh, if decline, it will go to the next OCS chosen team in that order. Uh, this is the only match of the day that could have a repeat match. We could face each other for some reason in round one and tie, and then somehow we'll both be ranked enough to play each other again. I doubt that happens, but maybe if there's only six of us. Hope not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this match will decide first in runner-up awards of the Orchidus Open. So no matter what the standings are, if you make that final match, it's just like college football. If you make those that final game, you're one and two. Yes, I know it's different. I know people will probably complain. It's just time to try. This and is this is fun. where I again mentioned that I had nothing to do with this. I was yeah. not involved. That's okay. <laughs> I wanted to try. I've wanted to try something similar to this for a long time. Yeah. And I thought a charity event, maybe people will not be so worried about the rules. I think it's a neat idea. I mean, you know, going in, I mean, this could make you want to play one of those four teams. Be like, okay, well, I've got a, a better chance of getting a championship game if I take one of them. Right. Um, let's see, we're going to use the, just like standard tournament rules, you know, the blood bowl season, second season rule set, all races, the rule books, teams, teams star, players. Document. Um, star players are good too. Uh, I think I talk about that further down here. Oh, in the sorry. Rules. No, it's all right. I forgot you team were going build- through a document. Yeah. Team building rules. We're giving you 1.1 gold pieces to build your team. You may purchase, you know, players, re-rolls. Dedicated fans, coaches, cheerleaders is normal. Wizards, journeymen, special play cards, mercenaries, not allowed. You can purchase any other inducement for your team, including star players. If you're including a star player, you must have 11 on your team before hiring them. Having 10 plus a star is not allowed. Um, You cannot have the same star player as your opponent. If you uh, both attempt to field the same player, then that star player swindled you both. Neither can be fielded. Also, you can choose Igors or Apothecary. You can't use Igors or Apothecaries and start players. Argue the call will be in effect, but you must have a coach model that is thematically accurate for your team. So people just has a, you know, a rock there or something. It's not going to work. Unless your team's made up of rocks. I mean, Keller made like a rock team. So yeah. it's possible. It'll be fine. Um, all-star players from the second season edition is of Subquint. I can't say that word. Subsequent. Sub, sub, I still can't do it. Subsequent. Subsequent. Spike turtles will be allowed. So they all have their own special rule. We mentioned here, like you might want to bring a coin or a miniature or something to represent when the players use that special rule. So there's no arguing. I doubt there's going to be any conflict again at this event. Just make sure your opponent knows what that special rule is because yeah I don't know. it's not like secret knowledge so let's not let's not be magic players yeah dragon ball players <laughs> um after the team is built you're giving a hundred and sixty gold pieces to buy normal or double skills primary skills cost uh 20 grand each 
And then 40 for secondary skills. You may not purchase any stat upgrades. You may give each player up to two additional skills and your team may only take up to four of each skill. Therefore, if you're a dwarf team and you want to spam guard, you can only do that up to four times. So at the end of the day, you should have a team build of 1.26 when it's all said and done, which is a lot of stuff, but I figure we haven't, played enough of the new stuff to know what's good or bad build wise so let's let people go hog wild for a charity <laughs> event i don't know the 1.26 is hog wild but it well, is more I mean, than we're we typically like, do yeah yeah we're used to like a million plus skills and stuff yeah. like that so i thought let's just see what happens let's let people get their their big guy or whatever they want so, um we do have we are going to use Cromnar dung just like we have in oklahoma bowl um he's going to be a, a the special star player and the only one we have, you do not have to have 11 players in, in order to purchase him. Um, so you can have 10 plus this star is allowed. So that's good. Um, and he's special because we actually got him from Brian Mitchell. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we asked to borrow him originally and he's always stuck with our Oklahoma bowl stuff. So that's been pretty cool. Standard stuff, we're not calling uh, illegal procedures. So if you're new, we're not going to do that. But we're going to try to hurry you along to make sure you get all your turns into the game. I normally like sharing dice and stuff, but I just can't do it right now because of COVID stuff. No. So I said sharing's not required at all with dice and stuff. So so be it. Um, I got scoring in here. I'm not going to go over all this, but it's the same standard kind of like extra points and stuff that we give for uh, Oklahoma. Well, we normally do. Yeah. Yeah. And I specifically call these tiebreakers. So like if you have three wins, you're going to have a, there's 60 points per win. So you'll have 180 points. And if I had three wins and Steve had a hunt, you know, three wins and we look at those and then we go to the tiebreakers and go, Oh, okay. Well, Steve had 35 tiebreaker points. I had 25. Steve will go on to the championship game. Yeah. So that's how we're using them that way. Um, there's not going to be any overtime. That's obvious. Talk more about some other tiebreakers in case the points are tied, sportsmanship, painting, all that stuff that you've been over. I named all the awards after like former second edition players. So we have the OCS champion. We have the OCS runner up. Then whoever has the most points after the last round becomes the Orchidus team of the year. So I took that from the fluff of the Orchidus team of the year award. So I think they call that like a league champion. Yeah. When they, when they have playoff things like this in bigger tournaments. Mm -hmm. So it's basically like our league champion. So if you scored the most TDs, you got the Harg vein kill award. If you allowed the fewest TDs, you're going to get the Krug pain spear award. Most casualties from blocking. You're at the Varag gold award. Highest rated stunty team is going to get the Dirty Dan Award. Orkita's favorite is the uh, best fan favorite team as dedicated, you know, or picked by the fans. Usually, you know, best painted team or something like that. Then we have the Greaser Greer Grinder Award, which is the best sportsman. And then the very last award for finishing last place is basically the Wooden Spoon, but I don't like calling it the Wooden Spoon. So it's called the Lowdown Rats Award of Excellence to and- fit in. For everyone, not just so you know, these awards are probably just going to be printed off um, certificates. At this moment, yes, but there has been talks of maybe, maybe doing something special. But more on that 
when you show up. Expect the certificate <laughs> right now. Um, real quick, the uh, special weather rules for round one in the top table will always roll this. Round one is just like a normal Blood Bowl game. We're going to roll the weather. Chances are nothing's going to happen. Round two, special weather table is a D10. So we're compromising like the things you could get. It's going to be you know easier to get bad weather. Round three, if there, if we go four rounds, uh, round three is going to be roll a D8. And then round four will be just like Oklahoma weather rolling that D8 with a lot of combined effects and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, we have those rules for Cromnard uh, Dung. Since every star player now has like a special ability, it was kind of weird to happen to kind of come up with one. Uh-huh. So for this event and this event only, it might change in the future. Uh, for one, he's 170, six movement, four strength, three plus agility, five plus passing, um, nine plus for armor. He has loner, uh, four plus, block, break tackle, sure hands, bonehead, fan favorite. Although I don't even know, to be honest, if fan favorite is still a thing. <laughs> I don't think because it is. I just, I just thought of that and everybody at proofread my stuff. Uh, he plays for any team. His special rules is a moment of clarity. Once per half, Krom can remove the loner skill from himself before he takes an action. So I want to oh. be very clear on this. If it's round one and or turn one, you have to declare before you do anything else. Krom has a moment of clarity. And if you just do a blitz action, it's over for that half. Mm-hmm. I mean, the better players are going to save it for that turn eight, <laughs> but I'm just letting everybody know you can't say blitz action, roll the blitz and then go, Oh yeah, I meant for this to be a moment of clarity. No, I would let you step back, but you're going to have to reroll all the dice. So just remember that. So basically uh, he he's also, shooting himself up with some stimulants. Well, I mean, he, he remembers yesteryear, you know, like really clear. He's a drug. <laughs> um, the other special role he has is League of Mini Croms. If both teams have included Crom on their team, the coach can choose to remove another player on the roster instead of Crom. So if you bring dwarves and you have Crom and I bring Amazons and I have Crom, Oh, we both have Krom. If he was a normal star player, we remove both of them. But in this case, I would clearly take a <laughs> Amazon line woman off the field and you would probably get rid of a dwarf lineman. So you so could, could be both... starting with 10 people. So yes, if you had exactly 10 p- players, you could be starting with 10. Oh. So anyways, I like it. That, that is the general rules. I hope I explained it enough. This is a pretty just standard tournament with a little bit of weather slowly getting worse um <laughs> other than that i think you know i think this is a little bit bigger build isn't this bigger than oklahoma bowl or do yeah. we normally or uh, do we do 1.1 i think it, we did 1.1 1. 1 with 150 so it's bigger by ten thousand. okay so it's not much different no um like i said i don't think you're pushing the envelope too much here Everybody should remember you always start with one dedicated fan. I think that's just natural. And then if you want to buy more, you can. Um, There is a roster on the uh, website for people to, if they want to use that blank roster. There's also better blank rosters out there. (laughs) Yeah. I I know that for a fact. I've seen them. So if you want to do that. Um, In addition to all this stuff, playing some Blood Bowl and hanging out with your friends, 
Uh, we're going to have some raffled items. Uh, GW was nice enough to, we got their blessing to use some of the items that they've sent us to review. We're going to be raffling them off. So for sure, the Warhammer Age of Sigmar box that we opened up, reviewed, looked through the book and realized, eh, we're probably really <laughs> not going to commit to this. So right. why why build all these models when we can save this for somebody else? It looks beautiful. Oh, it's amazing. And, has, and that book has so much fluff in it that it's, it, it's, incre- it's incredible. So if you would like this, you can come up and you could win this thing for a, a simple raffle ticket. We also have the Orc Warhammer 40K Orc Kill Rig. That's also going to be an item up for grabs like, in the I raffles. Don't, I don't look, and I'm going to be straight up honest with everybody. I don't play the game. I'm going to be buying raffle t- tickets myself to try to win that stuff. And I mean, if that means we have to get a third party to control the money or something, although I, I'm sure people you're not are. running the tournaments as as oh, of this true. moment. Yeah. As as of this moment, I'm sure you'll end up helping me out some. As of this moment, Gary's my um, he's my odd man out and my right. assistant. And I don't plan on playing unless we really do have that lower number where I feel like it's feasible to play and okay, you know, run the event. Um, I do want to play desperately because I don't want to be up there all day by myself. Yeah. You, you do that better than I do at, at tournaments, but at the same time, if we do have thirty people, I'm just not playing. I you know. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I mean, so if, we if have, I was running it, I'm going to be playing this time, but I mean, if I was running it. Well, I know you've been busy with <laughs> cooped up at home with kids and work. I want you to kind of go out and get to enjoy it too. Cause a lot of times you I need to get do, out. A, do yes. a lot of stuff and you know, I'm always the odd man out that gets to, happy to play and you have to sit there all day. Mm-hmm. So just count yourself as playing. Uh, we also, I'm going to give up a couple of pieces of artwork from the Death Path project that I worked on many years ago. I'm going to donate them. I know some of y'all probably don't care <laughs> for a Scott Prime piece of artwork, but I will throw them in there. Uh, these are items that you know I have marked in my portfolio for eighty and hundred dollars, and yes, I have got it. Believe it or not, for some of them. So yeah, I paid that much. Yeah, so I'm going to donate a few pieces of artwork for the raffle as well. And between now and then I'm sure there'll be other items that either come in or like go through my blood bowl stuff and go like, I'm never going to use this star player miniature. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to put it up for raffle. And I believe I don't have this confirmed. So please don't hold me to it. We, we can confirm this on the next podcast. I believe the raffle tickets are going to be something in the vein of like, didn't we do like $3 a piece or something last time or X amount of tickets for $20 Two, or X amount for three for five or something. I don't remember. We had an old method for it. I know <laughs> we'll have to check our documents, but it, it will be something in the vein of two to $3 a ticket. Yeah. Uh, obviously if you spend like 10 or $20, you get a couple bonus tickets, um, but you can come. Just by paying, you're going to get a few tickets, and those can win just as easily as anybody else. I am going to open this up to other people like at the store, whether they're patrons, because this is charity, and the most money we raise is good for Brian Mitchell. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to open this up as long as people you know show up at times that we are going to give away the raffles. As of right now, it's going to be a live raffle. you got to be there. Um, 
that might change between now and then. Maybe I have somebody who wants to donate 300 bucks and I'm not going to turn down $300 <laughs> for somebody who wants to write their name on a ticket and, you know, help Brian Mitchell and his family out. So I honestly wouldn't turn down 300 bucks to do a lot of things. Well, we know that Steve, and that's why, Hey, well, that's why money, you got the itchy scratchies. Money talks. We and don't. sometimes burns. <laughs> so, I think I've covered everything I can think of at this moment for or or not Oklahoma <laughs> Orchidus Open. Also, <clears throat> I'm controlling all the money here. So, when it's time to pay, you can send me your payment to my PayPal, which is f a t f i n l e y at hotmail.com. That is my PayPal account. Please, please, please send it as friends and family. If you don't, they're going to charge me. So out of that $20, they might only give me $17.50. Well, that's all I'm going to donate to Brian Mitchell is your $17.50 instead of your $20. Yeah. So we, we can get him more money by you sending it to me as friends and family. And uh, as of right now, I think we have four or five people signed up. So nice. I'm keeping track. I'm looking daily because I want to just see the number Good. go up. I'm so used to Oklahoma Bowl numbers that like, yeah, I'm like, why well, haven't 30 people signed up yet? <laughs> and then it's like, well, Scott, you just told everybody and it's two weeks before Christmas. So everybody's begging their wives or making sure there's not an office party or anything else. It's like, just relax, bro. This will, this will be fine. And it, you know what? It's going to be fine whether we have 10 people there, or if we have 25 people there. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I haven't got to play in a while. I mean, the last tournament we went to was the last time I played and that just felt weird. Well, and we so, didn't have any skills at that tournament. So yeah. hopefully this one will. But a uh, buddy of ours, Mike Carpenter got out of the game, unfortunately. But since he did, I was able to procure one of his teams. So I will probably be playing his Dark Elf team that I got. I wanted to get a team from him, and I didn't realize he was offering that to other people so quick. Yeah. And um, when I finally said, hey, I I want this team and this, and he's like, oh, those have been gone. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, okay. Well, I guess I didn't really need them, but yeah, I I sure liked how they looked. It's sad seeing so many people getting out of Blood Bowl because just the lack of tournaments and leagues and stuff. Our buddy Anthony, who played in the local league. I was going to say, Anthony today reached out to me and said, I have some stuff. I'm just going to donate it towards your your charity event coming up. So I don't know what he has specifically that he's going to like give us or if it's yeah. just small things. No, like- there's a pitch, um, the second, like the 2016 box set, I think. And some of the dice we did to tournaments and stuff. Okay. Well, then they're going to go in that dice pool and yeah. well, they'll be given away to somebody. So, you know, and I really encourage people, if you're coming from out of town and maybe you lived here your whole life and you've been to every both down tournament, if you get both down dice, you know, trade them with somebody else who, who didn't, you know? And if you have the first Oklahoma bowl or first Nuffleween or second Oklahoma bowl or first spiky, oh, any of those super, super duper old ones, let me know. You will get a lot of money for them. <laughs> yeah, we have a, a super fan in Australia. Sean's uh, been looking for a while, and he's ready to make a deal. Yeah. Christmas is right around the corner. It's a good and time I, to sell. And it sucks, too, because I I would almost bet Brian has them. 
Uh, but, to be honest, I know Brian has them. Yeah, uh, his that was one of the items you know that Brian's wife wanted to keep for the kids because they always look through his dice and stuff. Yeah. And I and, and I, I totally like, get it. I totally get it too. <laughs> I but totally. I get just it. want. It feels wrong to go like, hey, just let me look through them. If there's the ones I need, it's like two hundred bucks. You cool with that? <laughs> well, I know, but memories are priceless. Oh so. yeah, of course. Anything else? Any comments? You know what you're going to take? Like I said, Dark Elves, most likely. I have to look at the build and okay. stuff. But yeah, I, I enjoy playing them. I always have. And it gives me a chance to play a new team I have. You need to try some of these new star players. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if the build for Dark Elves will allow that. I mean, I'm sure it does. I've never been a huge star player guy. I know. Because it, I just like it's my team. Star players are not on my team. They're just hired guns. I'm I'm glad you care about the fluff, and yet you're the same guy who came up with Sight for Sore Eye. That is a great name, and screw you. For a lizard man team. Sight That's 4, terrible. S-I-T-E, the number 4, Sore it's Eye. terrible. The Sight. It's a great name. <laughs> it's it not. is punny, and Dr. it's Fumble. thematic. Screw you. It's not, <laughs> it's not both down approved. I'm both down approving it. You're not part of both down. I think I am. Not anymore. Okay. Starting right now, you're not. <laughs> well, we're going to come back, and Scott's going to finish off the show by himself, and then somehow edit it by himself and get it over to himself and have him put it up. All right. We'll be right back. All right. So we're back, or I should say I'm back. And this is the part where Steve goes like, oh, I guess it's that time to do that thing because I don't want to do. And then I go, shout outs. And then Steve would act like he hates it, but he loves it. So um, not many shout outs tonight. I want to thank Steve for being on the podcast all this time up until just moments ago when he's bailed because he got mad. I look forward to if you're out there and you know how to edit, you can uh, reach me at a uh, both down podcast at gmail.com. And um, although you're probably not hearing this because I haven't had it edited yet. So I don't know, maybe I'll have to work out something with Steve. Uh, shout out to Brian Mitchell. I reached out to him to make sure doing this tournament would be okay with him. And um, he really embraced the idea. Uh, we did, you know, some baby shower events in the, the past with critter bowl and stuff like that. So like he was all down for this and, you know, he's talked big time about how the the community itself, He's he just can't believe the outpouring of uh, care that the uh, Blood Bowl community has given him and his family and stuff. And, uh, so of, he, just to come back and kill oh, the hey. illusion, um, to put a little serious spin on it, um, he has put his struggles in the public because he has to, you know, raise funds. And unfortunately... That's the situation in this country. Through this, we have learned we have other friends who have literally gone through the same thing and made it through the other side and are doing great. And we never knew about it because they didn't have to share that information. And Right. I mean, I these are people that, you know, we consider friends and it feels weird to like not even be able to go, oh man, I wish I could have given you, you know, some 
words of encouragement or something. But just know everyone out there is struggling, everyone's suffering. Anytime we can do something to make things better for someone, it's always worth it. And this is one situation where we really can. Brian's been a great friend to us. We wouldn't have the podcast without him. We wouldn't have a lot of the stuff that we've done without him. And this is our chance to give back. Yeah. I mean, I got painted teams from the guy. So like, so did I. So yeah, come on out. I don't have a lot of shout outs. You know, at this moment, we plan on doing a, another podcast this month or at least before or open to kind of pop the tournament again and to get into like, you know, break down a team and talk about some fluff behind Dude, the team and stuff like that. Dungeon Bowl. I mean, we need to talk about Dungeon Bowl. Yeah, we do. I mean, hopefully you we want to get a preview copy before then. That would be amazing. Uh, dude, I, I am praying so much that we get a preview copy. And we, we'll go here's the truth. I, yeah. I wish we had one now. Yeah. So we could actually play. I want to play some games before reviewing it. We will. But I also <laughs> want to get it in and look at it. I, you know, look, talk about that real quick. They announced that win. I uh, don't ago? Yeah, like it was Warhammer Day or whatever. So maybe a week and a half, week ago. Um, was it, so was it Sunday? There's a lot of people, there's been a lot of positive reaction, and I think that's great. You know, I love the old game. It was never something we really could do much with because the rules were kind of outdated and never who blah, 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 blah. Um, there has been some negative v- views on it, and I can't disagree with those either. Because, like, why are they doing this now when they just put out Season 2 and they can't get anything out for that? I don't know the answers to that. I have a feeling this was planned a while ago. Right. And I think that's why it's probably coming out is like, this is a self-contained box that I they mean, had it, planned for a long time ago. And what if this was supposed to come out last year around right. Christmas and they just couldn't pull the trigger because of all the COVID stuff. Um, or it was I, always planned for now, but it's easier to plan for boxes than teams. Right. And it's been done for a year and just sitting. Either I, I way, this... I mean, I'm super excited because it's a whole new way to play. Um, the teams look cool. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be really interested to read the rules and find out if it does differ from the old Dungeon Bowl, which usually was the first person to score wins. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a chaos mess because you could set up the big dungeons, at least when we were younger, you could set all this stuff up. And the game could be over literally in 15 minutes because somebody lucks out, finds the open uh, treasure chest with the ball in it, and the scamper's off for an easy touchdown. Or the games could last hours upon hours upon hours because nobody can score. It would make sense if they did multiple. Like, here's original mode, score once, and blah, blah, blah. Here's the, you know, updated mode where you have more balls, and you go first two out of three, you know. They, they also might just do team turns just like we have in regular Blood Bowl and the score is whatever it is at the end of it. I, I don't know. Maybe. And so I'm excited yeah. for it. I'm excited for this. Uh, a part of me says, if we can do Dungeon Bowl, why can't every two years we get a new box set that just has two new teams in it, like the Warhammer Age Sigmar box. Yeah. And like this could be, you know, Norse versus Amazons. But at the same time, I'm really happy for Dungeon Bowl. It means they're trying new things. They're open to it. And 
I will say, though, if they put out a new crunch, they can go to hell. Oh, God. They better not put out a new crunch. I mean, we got Blitz Bowl. We also had crunch on the tablet or phone a while back. Oh, yeah, that was terrible, too. Yeah, yeah, it pretty much was. I mean, it was better than the the tabletop (laughs) crunch. It was pretty terrible. Someone in Australia has an unopened copy of that. And they were going to open it. I'm like, oh, no, please. I will send you my unopened one. And then he goes, I'm in Australia. It's probably going to be expensive, mate. I'm like, yeah, it would. Uh, But But he's deciding not to open it. Yeah. If you're listening, do not open that. It's not. I told him it's a shit game. It really is. There's no, you don't want to play it. I am undefeated. (laughs) One and oh. Nobody else will play it. One and O tells you everything. <laughs> I'm never going to play that game again. No. <laughs> and yet, when I was a kid, I was mad I didn't get it for Christmas when I asked for it. So glad. So glad I did. You have okay. anything else to talk about, Steve, Nothing. before we get off here? We've been rambling anyways. Um, we have rambled a lot tonight. Yeah. But we'd like to talk to our Blood Bowl family and let you know what's going on with our lives. So there you yeah. go. We'll be back later this month. All right. We'll see you guys. Peace out. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Real Scott Prime. And Steve at Kilowog2814. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Okay, sir, looks like your total is 3783. All right. Okay, and would you like to add a dollar donation to help hungry kids around the world? Oh, uh, no, that, that's okay. Sorry? I'm, I'm good. I'm sorry, you don't want to give the dollar to hungry kids? Not today, thank you. Okay, no problem. Windows gonna come up and ask if you're helping the hungry kids? Just hit no, I'm not. Oh, come on. Try hitting it again. It's the box below the one that says, sure, I'd love to help however I can. Look, I give money to charity a lot, okay? Oh, sure you do. I do. I just don't want to every time I shop for food. That's completely understandable. If you can just speak into the voice decoder and say, I'm not giving anything to the hungry kids. I'm not giving anything to the hungry kids. So with the ice cream, the vodka, pizza pockets, and nothing for hungry kids, that's thirty-seven eighty-three. Sorry. Oh, no, my, my fault. Isn't it great having a Whole Foods? This is where I come for lunch every day. Gotta eat healthy to stay fit. Oh, shit, it's that guy. And how are you today, sir? Great. Uh, listen, before you ring me up, I just want to let you know I'm not going to be giving extra money to charity. So can we, can we just skip that part? Oh, no problem, sir. They've updated the system, so it's a lot more streamlined now. Okay, there's a picture of a little hungry boy. Will you just press on his belly? Okay, that's got it. So, with the no help for hungry kids, that's 1887. Your change is right there. Just pull the sandwich out of the little girl's mouth. This is not streamlined. It's just the new change dispenser, sir. I, I, I can't. Yeah, she's a hungry one. You gotta pull hard. The sandwich isn't coming out. Try putting your foot on her face. Have a nice day, sir. I was having a nice day. 
find everything you needed today? Yes. Okay, looks like your total comes to $37.98. Would you like to give a dollar to help feed hungry kids? Yes, I would like to give a dollar. You want to give a dollar? Yes, I will. Oh, wow, okay. So that's $10 for the beer, $4.20 in chocolate-covered peanuts, $26 in filet mignons, and $1 for hungry kids around the world. On amount of donation, it will say $10, $20, or $50. Can you just press the $1 box? Attention shoppers, somebody just joined the $1 club, giving one whole dollar to help feed hungry children. Here's your t-shirt. Oh, won't the kids be thrilled when they get their piece of that big, impressive dollar? For he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow. He ended world hunger. <laughs> Amazing grace, how sweet. This is a place where hope is scarce. These people are hungry. Little Jojo here might not eat today. But does that mean it's okay for cashiers to ask us for money while we're in the checkout line? It isn't right, and it isn't fair. Just $2 a day adds up to 62 goddamn dollars a month if you go to Whole Foods as much as I do. Nobody should have to feel the shame, the humiliation of being asked to add money onto their grocery bill. Help now. Let's make grocery stores a safe space for all. Together, we can make a difference. Because charity shaming hurts everyone.